Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm John Taylor. You're listening to the Attacking Scrum podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to part two of the Attacking Scrum podcast. Things things got a little bit heated in part one, and not just the temperature in this bloody studio, but I was, uh, I was quite emotional, it. wasn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know what actually happened. Yeah, I, I don't know. Definitely it was like a red mist came over. It was like it? an out of body experience, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't felt wait like to it, listen to that back. I felt, yeah, I felt like it had to be said, though. Um, you went the colour of that shirt. Red, maroon. I, it's good of you to, to finish that sentence on an audio podcast because otherwise it's uh, that doesn't make much sense to our listeners, does it? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you've got the colour of that shirt that no one at home can see. Um, better kind of drop this down a gear for a minute because otherwise I don't think I can. I, I don't think I'll be able to last another um, another half you an hour. Won't sleep either. I won't sleep. What um, work's been going on, Dan? What uh, what you been up to? Uh, I've had a I've had a pretty low key week really. Um, take, taking it a bit easy after you. Uh, Exploits at the start of the month, are you? Yeah, just taking everything in. Um, I do like my my nine till ten um, sort of dramas. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What's this kind of you know um, big HBO American glossy box sets, Sopranos type stuff? Yeah, The Wire, all those, is it? No, I don't watch any American TV what's, what's, whatsoever. No, 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 no. no. They're like candid laughter and. Uh, there's not much, much canned well, laughter on The Sopranos. Well, it's Friends, it? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're very different programs. Is it friends or Friend? Friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a big one. British, British drama. Is so that I, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was the first, uh, first episode of Broadchurch. Have you seen that? No. You haven't seen Broadchurch? No, I saw a couple of the first series. It didn't do anything for me. Come on. No, honestly, I was like, it's just like it just seemed so twee and. Quaint and British, I don't know, it just didn't do anything for it's me. It's definitely better than that American nonsense. Oh, come off it. It is. It's madness. It is I'm going to lose my rag again. I thought this would be the kind of take the edge off chat. No, I definitely. It, 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 there's a lot of really decent stuff on uh, on the BBC and, and, and ITV. Mm. Although, I have the same chat with a, with, a, with a few of my pals. They, they watch all this American nonsense. 
And um, no, it is. It's nonsense. It's not nonsense. Yeah. What are you talking about? Broad church. It, well, you need to have it given another go. Anyway, it's fantastic. <sighs> yeah, it's just so safe, though, isn't it? No, it's just so safe. You, 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 you don't know. You don't know who it's oh, going to be. Oh, Yeah. Well, well uh, maybe, maybe I'll have to take your word for it and, and get stuck in. Right. Aside from uh, what's going on in the world of in the world of your Sky Plus, uh, I think we should probably we should probably crack on and, uh, and chat a bit of rugby now. So, what has been going on in the world of Welsh rugby? Well, a big news story that's breaking today looks as though the Dragons are set to be taken over by the Welsh Rugby Union, so they will seize control. This is a story that's been broken today and seems to be as though this, this could happen in the next couple of weeks, which is a pretty major development for the region. Yeah, it was the only development there really, wasn't it? It had to... It was always going to happen, wasn't it? Well, I think, yeah, we, we suspected it would. Is this going to you know, work out well for, for all... You know, for, well, I start by saying, is it going to work out well for the Dragons? Well, it can't... It, it, it can't get any worse, can it? Oh, right. so you, you'd so, struggle to think so. So I would have thought it will. It will work out well for uh, for them. Can they have? Um, can they have sort of further investment coming in now? I think so. I guess so. Um, because you would. If the union takes control, then they can presumably. Yeah. Have investment from elsewhere. Because you, you would think that that's it's going to be quite attractive. Well, because otherwise, because where's the where's the money going to come from? Unless they dilute mm. the part that's going to the other four regions. Mm. Sorry, the other three regions. You know, where's that? Where's that cash going to come from? Yeah. Uh, on top of what they were getting prior to that. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a real positive, yeah, for, uh, for for the dragons. And I wonder whether this is the start of something. If the WRU then look at taking control of, uh, you know, of the other regions. I mean, you c- it's right to speculate that. I don't know how much truth there is in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'd look at this and go, it's kind of a. It could be more than just. The dragons. It's you know, it's a bit of a statement of intent. Yeah, it's big news. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with this one. Um, Twitter's going to be going wild over, isn't it? Yeah, well, and we haven't really had a chance to to dive in and see what what the reaction has been to that. But I imagine there's lots of lots of chat, particularly within Gwent. But I mean, the the first thing to to take into account is the state of things on the pitch. I mean, I don't know if you caught the Leinster game over the weekend. Yeah, it did. I mean that is that's pretty much as bad as I've seen them play. It was like, they just thrown in a mat, load and load of sand. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Aside from the pitch, which is something else we we're going to mention, you know, it's absolutely knackered. But the performance was was dire, and we've seen loads of this. Yeah, was recently. that third strength? Yeah, it must be third strength, third um, yeah, completely third choice Leinster side, and they blitzed. Completely us. taken, completely taken apart. Yeah, um, yeah. Going back. Uh, Going back at a rate of knots, the dragons at the moment. Do you change, do you think change of uh, change of personnel there. It's a really weird one. I know lots of people who want Kingsley out. I kind of look at it and just think, well, what do you expect? You know, I honestly don't think. You know, if you were to put Graham Henry in charge of the dragons, would he get anything more out of them? Yeah, but that performance again, that performance there on the weekend was. It didn't look as if they were committed. No, it didn't. Um, you're right. It looked really abject. And you can, you know, the dragons. I say the dragons of old, but the dragons have always been very, very, uh, well, very, very committed. Mm. Um, have known, have known sort of. They've been playing a game plan, but it's been quite limited, isn't it? But that was 
completely fluid. It was all it was all over the shop, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You're right, actually, because against not a not a great Leinster side either, which was no. yeah. they, but they yeah they absolutely romped home. Mm. So yeah, I mean yeah maybe you're right. I hadn't really thought of it that way. That you I mean, know, regardless you... how weak the Dragons squad has been comparatively to other to other sides. They will normally put up a fight. Yeah, even you should always get blown your... away. It doesn't yeah. look as though. Yeah. Well, the amount of times we've said, "Oh, you know, the dragons have you know, they gave up. They gave absolutely everything, mm. and they just came off second best." You you, you hold your hands at then, then you say, "Well, yeah. fair enough. We we just didn't have that quality. That performance was to- was was totally different. It was. wasn't is, the case there. Is that where you think the first changes will be then in the coaching setup? If the WRU does take the uh, take the region over, yeah, I think there'll be a change yeah. there. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Just, just right in line with uh, with when they take over. I don't think they'll um, they'll carry out Rob Haley. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think there'll be a, a change there, and it'll also it fre- freshens things up, doesn't it? Mm. Um, you do tend, you know, when a new coach comes in, you do you do quite often see a, a, a reaction, don't you? Yeah, you know, happened to the Blues early on, um, and then sort of stuff, stuff drops off. But the WRU will. They will want to make a, make make a positive impact, but they have to now, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They have to want you know once they once they intervene, they've got to make a go of this, and they've got to make it a successful. So, and furthermore, I think it has to be. There was a lot of chat earlier on in the season that if the WAU were to take it over, would they move the region elsewhere? I, I cannot see that happening. No, I can't Can see you? that happening either. No, I think it'll, the, the region will stay exactly where it is. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, um, I think it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly how it how it works, and what else what else happens around this. Off the I just um, wonder. Yeah, I mean, no, well, that's the that's the bigger question, isn't it? And that's really where we do delve into into speculation. Providing there is some money wherever it comes from to to put into to put into investment. Why? Aside from the aside from the coaches, what else would you do? Is the players the next port of call? Yeah, I've got to bring in. You need, you know, need need. Well, at a minimum, three or four, um, you know, big signings in key positions. Um, number eight, ten, um, and uh, I think. I, I think you need so we need something up front too. You know, I think we need. Uh, we need you know scrums been a really poor part of the Dragons for a long time yeah well, that's going to take my three or four up to, uh, yeah, up to well, seven or eight but it does look really, like it yeah, does look yeah. really as though you need six or seven quality first team players I'm not saying that you know you want bringing six or seven all blacks but certainly players who are seasoned pros who will be able to, to compete at that level and move the side on I think quite a few of the Ospreys boys would be would be targeted and moved to Moved around. I mean, they're not quite a lot of them aren't going to get aren't going to get game time, are they? And you look at the amount of uh, the amount of sort of quality that they've got, and a lot of a lot of the, a lot of the you know, really good players there um, aren't aren't getting a fantastic amount of, uh, of of time, are they? I think you're right. It's got to be the re- it's got to be really good players because I think the Dragons have seen a lot of cast offs from other regions turn up down there and and it not work out. You know, Tavis Noel's not been particularly impressive and. We've seen wave after wave of people come down the road from from the Blues, yeah. And it, you know, very few of them have kind of worked out. I Do think you then, think the WIU would would actually go out and, and make 
Yeah, make some key signings then. Yeah, like I say, I don't know where the money's coming from, but I think they've got to if they want to make it a success. And that's the first thing you've got to you've got to tighten up. Because I think the, the one positive of the Dragons is the number of promising youngsters who have come through the region over the last few years. You know, the Dixons and Ollie Griffiths. You know, Morgan has, has slipped off the radar a bit, but, you know, he's someone who's held in held in high esteem. Uh, Hallam Amos. Yeah. You know, these kind of players coming through the system, that's the one thing that you think, OK, right, there are some good players. Then you've got, you know, Harry Keddy and... Um, and Leon Brown and these kind of players who've been in the the under twenties Grand Slam winning side, you look at it and think, right, there are the one reason to be positive are the young players. Now, if you have a more settled team with some more experienced pros, quality pros around them, then it starts to become, you know, it, you you kind of shore up that that big leak, if you like, and it, then they instantly become a harder a harder team to beat. So, I think that's going to be a big. Um, yeah, I mean, 10 is massive, though, isn't it? They've got, yeah, it got, is. got to have a quality 10 because a lot of those chaps you mentioned there are, are young, mm. especially in the back. They've got quite an exciting back line, but if you haven't got a 10, you can't. it doesn't matter who you've got outside you. 10 and, and 9. Um, and um, what's his name? Um, um, Sal Pretorius. Sal Pretorius, yeah. He always looks pretty sharp, mm. but he, he, he apparently doesn't like to start, does he? It's so really he weird. He spent so, a lot of time on the bench. So he wants to come on. Well, Tavis Noyle... Unfortunately, um, it's not worked out really, has it? Hasn't 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 really worked out for him. Um, I really hoped it did, but it needs to be a quality nine and ten, and uh, make sure the front row is very very strong. And I think we'd, we'd see a change there pretty quickly. Yeah, I think yeah, I think ten is pretty is pretty crucial because of the it's a money spot, isn't it? Because the players got out there, but it's a money spot, and I think the you know the the back row there's some there's some good talent in there, and a number of a number of good players, Cud Griffiths. Um, Lewis Evans, Keddie coming through at some point. You know, I, th- I think there's there's some some really yeah. good players in that back row, but you need a you need to be able to. You know, it's, it's really hard if you're constantly on the yeah. back foot because your front five isn't powerful enough. Well, Scar- Scar- that's where you got to start. Scarlett's got a load of nines, haven't they? Um, yes, I know. One of them used to play for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Priestland. You know, it'd be great if Priestland could come in at ten. He does get. If you remember, Priest, Priestland was was favoured, wasn't he, over Dan Bigger for a long, long time oh, because yeah. he got the backs moving. Yeah, and we did, we did, we really did shift then. Um, he had everyone coming onto the ball, and with the backs that are at the um, at the Dragons, that'd be that'd be an exciting uh, an exciting setup. But he's on he's on he's on big big money there. At Bath, of course he is. And he, you know, why would he throw himself back into the the goldfish bowl of? Of Wales he loves when... playing on sand, doesn't he? So might <laughs> might come back. <laughs> yeah, well, again, the pitch will be the other thing that has just got yeah. to be Although sorted out. Henson had him on the on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Well, this was day. Yeah, we good a chat about this. He's, Big Gavin um, Henson, thirty-five years old. The legs, five years legs young. Still he looked there. all right, didn't he? Yeah. Dropped the goal. You don't see many of them. I, apparently, uh, I spoke to a chap who was uh, who went down to watch, and they, you know they go through the team sheet. Yeah, he called out. Um, he gave his name. Apparently, got a massive boo, you know. But he just he loved it. You mm. know? And then I, I mean, I've seen him get booed while playing yeah. for Wales by his own fans. Yeah, he well. get booed by everyone, doesn't he? But, he does. Um, I mean, particularly Bath fans, though, because he, yeah. uh, uh, you know, obviously he had a ill-fated, you know, when he was Gavin the wilderness years, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it all kicked off at Bath, really, didn't it? When he yeah. um, he said something rude to Carl Ferns, who promptly laid him out. 
Yeah, caught him, knocked him out, didn't he? He did knock him out, yeah. yeah. Brilliant bit of footage of that. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. It was sort of like, um, it was a really short rabbit punch, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, but I, I think if you get caught by a Carl Fern's rabbit punch, yeah, you know about it, then you, you go in big, down. hard scare. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but he had a great game, apparently. Yeah, was no, I, I haven't seen the game, but, um, you know, that, that's a, if ever there's a time to turn up, it's against uh, it's against yeah. your local rivals, isn't lots it? Lots on lots on social media saying, "Oh, could he? You know, brilliant. You know, could he be, <laughs> could he be the answer?" And um, it was quite. Probably been his funny. coach. You know, he's, oh, he's confident. Oh, I'm um, sure he is. Yeah. Yeah, but we, on, on on the confidence, right? Mm. We did have you know people like going back. You know, we had Henson. He was so confident, wasn't he? Mike Phillips. You know, mm. you won't see a more confident chap, will you? Um, yeah, but you could say the same about Liam Williams and uh, Reese Webb and Dan Bigger. They're not they're not short on confidence in no, terms of you though. know being quite chest out stuff. Yeah, but Webby's got the tan, hasn't he? Mm. But um, chatting to Murph earlier before we went on um, before we went on recording, he said Webby's got the face of a footballer, which is why I think he has, isn't he? I think that's why a lot of, a lot of people outside of Wales don't like Webby. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. He's um, it's a real sort of cheeky chap. Yeah. You're trying to get away with anything. Yeah, I can't wait to see him up against Murray. Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting one. Before then, though, we've got a load of regional rugby to get through. So, I think we'll start with um, we'll start with the Ospreys as you've mentioned, uh, as you've mentioned, Reese Webb. There, quick quick note though. Actually, we must comment uh, before I start talking about the Ospreys about the Scarlet's win last weekend. Did you manage to catch that one? Um, yeah, saw bits, and, uh, saw bits and bobs of it. Absolutely superb. Brilliant result, though. Yeah, massive, massive, massive result. Um, certain nine uh, had a, went very, very well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, it just depresses me. Well, it doesn't depress me because I'm glad he's playing well. Yeah. But, um, yeah. In fact, didn't Alec Davis play? It was Alec Davis. Yeah, he was... He was I haven't seen him have a game like that. Yeah, he played really wow. well. I th- yeah, he started to he started to come back into form, you know, just as he's got no chance of even getting on the bench for Wales. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is mad, really. But he's a he's a he's a talented player, isn't he? And oh, he's, yeah, he's 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 really good. We've seen his we've seen his seen his passing. You know, his, his, his passing sort of is particularly good. But he's um, he's got a great running game, isn't he? Mm. Powerful, strong, nice step. Obviously, kicking for that lovely dink over, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Scarlets continue to go go on, don't they? Yeah, they do. And the reason I've mentioned Scarlets first because I yeah. was just about to go on and talk about the Ospreys is we saw a I saw a comment from from someone on Facebook. And I know he's a um, I know the listener. I think Paul Price, his name is big yeah. big Scarlets fan, and I put up a few um, a few oh, highlights yeah. of the tries the Ospreys scored on on Sunday, and he said he says, oh, how come there's no mention of there's no mention of Scarlets massive victory on Friday night which I did point out there was yeah. there was a mention on the Twitter page but yeah I'm uh, I'm wary that he's uh, that he's saying there is some kind of Osprey's bias on this uh, on this podcast so in pure chronological order right let's go for uh, <laughs> let's go for this weekend's fixtures and we'll start with Edinburgh versus the Ospreys now number of players been released for this one yeah six back is it six back so I'll start in the pack um, Nicky Smith and Rodri Jones you just keep forgetting Roger Jones is in the yeah, world you squad. I knew you were going to laugh with him. Yeah. I just don't know why he's there. Um, so, yeah, Nicky Smith alongside him. Roy Thornton, James King, and Ollie Cracknell. Yeah. Some big names in the pack who've all played well. You know, James King had another good game. 
before uh, when they played when they played Munster in the in the, the week before. So yeah, he's, I, did, um, I did enjoy that game. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, it was a great game. So he's uh, he's back in there, and then Sam Davis comes in at ten. So Sam Davis isn't isn't. Uh, well, I'd say he comes in at ten. He's released, so you presume that he'll come in. He'll at start. 10. The, he'll start though, won't he? And, uh, I would guess so. Yes. Let's start. be honest. He needs he needs the game time because he's only getting ten yeah. minutes off the bench with uh, with Wales, isn't he? But it it, it shows, isn't it, that uh, the bigger will be in the tension. I think it probably does. Which way is that game going then? Well, for um, Edinburgh Os- Ospreys. Ospreys for me. Yeah, I think the Ospreys will um, will have too will have too much there. Mm. I think they've coped really well with you know with loads of their players being out. They've yeah. unearthed a, another um, another wave of talent. It's helped having some of their form players like Dan Evans, who's been there all season, and he's again another Mister Consistent. Yeah, yeah, he's you know such a natural such a natural fullback and such he's, a joy. He's to never watch. out of form, is he? Not really, and he doesn't miss a game. No, yeah, yeah you're right. I can't remember. I can't say that you'll curse him now. I can't, I can't remember him missing a game. He just, he just, he's like a machine, isn't he? He is, yeah. And then, um, yeah, Giles coming back from injury, and Ashley Beck's been in phenomenal oh, Ashley form. Beck is, yeah, yeah. He's, I'd love to see Ashley Beck in the uh, in the Welsh setup. He's he's so different, isn't he, to what we've uh, to what to what we've got, and the way that he combines with Sam Davis would be frightening. Yeah, I, th- I anyway. just think it's, it's the kind of it's the kind of rugby we want to see. I think see, I can just it? press like, I can just press a tape because I think I've said that so many times. Yeah, no, it's true. I've, I've said before. I, you know, I, I really rate Ashley Beck. I, I do worry about his about his pace, whether he'd be able to cope at international rugby. But I'd also just love to see it and see what. I just think you see brain, how he copes because if yeah, if his brain his, gives his him brain that, makes up for the pace, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you might well be right. Big. Um, it's so difficult to stop as well, isn't he? He's an awkward. I think he's quite an awkward, you know, an awkward shape, big hips. You know, he's a lump, isn't he? He um, is, but he also he glides. He glides, yeah, he does. Yeah. He glides, and he's got this. Um, yeah, he's probably deceptive. Is, is he deceptive? Because, I mean, Henson, Henson never looked like he was really moving, but he just had mm. that time on the ball. Has he? Is he? Has he got that? You know, maybe. don't know. I'm not. Sure. I'm not sure. I'd be. It's very interesting yeah. to see. Can you start looking at that then, to please? see that? Oh no, I've watched. <laughs> I've watched him play enough. You know, I only watch the Ospreys. Never watched the Scarlets. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's. Um, yeah, you just wonder whether that next step yeah. up to international is, yeah. is kind of a different kettle of fish. But we're going to find throw, out in there. Throw them in, see how they see how they get on. Yeah, um, yeah as you say, pop a couple of the chaps in. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Next again, chronological order: Glasgow versus the Dragons. Uh, I don't. You know, yeah. you kind of think even if it's a third string Glasgow side, which it pretty much is, you fear for the worst there with the Dragons. Yeah. Yeah, dra- dragons. You know, should should target that and fancy it though, because they they're decimated, aren't they, Glasgow? With who they've mm. got, who they've got there. Well, it's like their whole back division yeah, they, they, plays for Scotland. Yeah, they've got it. You know, they, they should you know, they should get a win there, but you just can't see it coming, can you? You can't, and you you wonder whether this is going to be kind of Kingsley hanging on to his job and needing to get a result there. You also wonder whether maybe if there's any more news on the WIU taking them over, whether that. Will actually have a bit more of a mm. positive impact on the side. There'll be less uncertainty off the pitch, maybe. Yeah, 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 maybe. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to. Uh, I, I'd be. T- I would be really targeting that game, as uh, and really rallying. You know, rallying, yeah. rallying the troops. It, yeah, you could. You, you could be bringing that into your team talk. You know, can't you? And um, saying you know, it's a, it is a po- it's a big, big positive, isn't it? Mm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to back the Dragons there. All right. Come okay. on, the Dragons. 
I'm going to say losing bonus point for the Dragons. As long as they don't get put off by playing on grass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, another side that doesn't play on, gra- on grass is uh, Cardiff Blues. They're at home to Munster this weekend. Oh, it's, been hard to, it's been hard to know what to make of the Blues all season, hasn't it, really? It's been kind of fits and starts. Mm. Uh, I think Munster. It's, yeah, it's always think, tough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're so it's difficult. The Blues, isn't it? They got a last week won by a point. Didn't mm, they? Hard, they did. hard fought. Um, it did look. It didn't look like the best of games. Um, I didn't see all of it. Mind. I think Munster will just have too much there. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Given that you know, again, you had a similar scenario when Ospreys played Munster the other week, and Munster kind of came out on top. I know some dubious refereeing decisions yeah. in that game, but. Yeah. You know they're a tough side to beat, regardless of of whether they're um, of whether they're down to their second or third choice. Yeah, sides. They, they grind out wins, don't they? they just do. sort of squeeze you. And yeah, so I don't. Know, I think they'll. I think they'll. Um, they'll make life difficult for the Blues, and I think Munster will probably come out on top of that one. But I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, and the the pitch will play into um, it will play definitely into Cardiff's hands, hands, won't yeah. it? Um, so if they can move, if they can move the ball away from the from from the pack, um, and that's where they'll have a chance. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think you're probably right, and they're going to have to have to try and do that. I, I think the encouraging thing, just to go back to that point, is you know you say how well Leinster and Munster cope without without their their mm. first choice players. You know the, the internationals. I'm starting to see that from the Scarlets and the Ospreys. Yeah. You know, I think they should be really encouraged. Whereas before you just kind of written off a few results and gone, oh, it's all right because the the bulk of the players are away with Wales. You know the the second string players that they're bringing through have given the first team. Players are you know run for their money, particularly down at the Scarlets. Actually, yeah, you seem to like Will Boyd. We that? Yeah, well, we can't see the you know previously we said we can't see the Scarlets, the Ospreys doing that because they're without their key players. It's not like that now, is it? Oh, I don't think so. You know, Boyd and um, obviously Cubby's probably a, a first choice player for them, but the likes of Boyd and Elias and uh, who else am I missing off that list? But there's a number, a number of great players. The, you know, all the scrum halves playing very well. Yeah. And, and Dan Jones at 10. Dan you know, no, no, that's, that's not down to internationals. Yeah. It's down to Patrick being injured. But my God, how well has he done in that shirt? Yeah, Dan Jones is... Uh, he's, he's really coming on, isn't he? And how much is he learning as well from from playing you know, regular games? Um, yeah, I mean, strength and depth as well, isn't it? That, it's got to, to come back to that. Yeah, it and, is. You know, if, we, if, we, if we quickly revert back to the, uh, you know, the, Welsh, uh, the Welsh team... We shouldn't be as bad as we are. No, I know we shouldn't. And uh, yeah, so final um, final game of the weekend, Saturday night, Leinster versus Scarlets. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a cracker, actually, isn't it? It is. So yeah, I mean, Scarlets have been in such good, confident form since they put behind the, that bad early season run. You know, they they're going to be hard pressed. I say this, I hope I don't curse them, but they're in such a good position to secure that playoff spot now. They'll be yeah. disappointed if they don't do it. Oh yeah, I think it's there. It's there for them. I wonder whether this this game is going to be. Uh, that's a really really tough game, isn't it? It is. But would you not fancy Leinster away? I know we say they're good even with their second choice. Would you not fancy Leinster away now rather than? Oh yeah, I think it's a good it's time a to play it's them. A different proposition. I think it's right a good time now, to play them, it? and I don't feel like Scarlets have been as hard hit as they have in the past. Yeah. With um, with injuries, uh, sorry, with uh, departures to the Welsh side, I think they've coped much better. 
because of this this really talented squad of of youngsters that they've got at their disposal. Yeah. I think it'd be very, very tough, but I'm, go I'm going with the Scarlets win. I mean, they, they're so confident at the moment. Coaching setup's great. Yeah. Everyone seems to be really enjoying themselves, don't they? And they're riding high. Mm. Scarlets win. I'm going Scarlets win as well. So there you go, Paul. Not um, not uh, entirely. Certainly not. Certainly no uh, bad Paul vibes be, towards. Uh, be loving you, loving you tonight. Well, there we go. I don't know. It's um, yeah. Like we say, that's. Uh, I think. I think it's only fair because they've been playing. They've been playing damn good rugby. So um, yeah, we'll see how that one pans out on um, on Saturday night. Uh, a couple of reviews we've got as well. Not just um, not just uh, Facebook and Twitter interactions this week. We've got a couple of reviews in, which um, I thought I so I actually quite enjoy getting you to read them, mate. Oh, no, not. Not a... Yeah, which you know. All right, too. I'll read this first one because this one, this one made me chuckle. So this is by a guy called Mick Skinner. No, <laughs> I'd yeah. love to think that it was uh, former England back row Mick the Munch Skinner. Um, a quick aside on him, I remember hearing this brilliant story that apparently his favourite drink was what he used to call a CCCNC, which is a, let me see if I get this right, it's a Cointreau Canadian Club cognac and coke all together. And he just used God. to throw these back. That's, um, that puts your pints of squash to shame, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Mick Skinner's got in touch and he said, I mean, like, he's given yeah. it a five star review. When he wrote this review then? Yeah, it was a pretty <laughs> backhanded compliment. So he's gone, um, he's got two guys with English accents chatting about Welsh rugby, but really enjoyed some of their perverse opinions and banter. The English accent bits is, I mean, me, guilty as charged, right? But the only reason I've got you on here is because you've got a Welsh accent. <laughs> that's, that's, your, that's your primary role. Yeah, it's not the strongest. It's to stop people saying. Listen to these pair of cockneys chatting about Welsh rugby. It's not. The, it's not the strongest of accents, is it? And Cowbridge has been linked to uh, to like Little England. So. <laughs> yeah. Either way, yeah, Mick. Uh, cheers for cheers for the five stars. Anyway, and then we also had um, a review from uh, the Viet Gwent, which is uh, a guy who's well known in the, the world of social media. In uh, in terms of Welsh rugby, it's a guy called Geraint. He said, always a great listen, full of insightful analysis on all matters Welsh rugby. Uh, Garrett's quite a divisive, a divisive figure. But, uh, but nonetheless, cheers for taking the time to, uh, to leave us a review. And if you've enjoyed uh, listening to us, drop us a review as well. I know we say, bang on about this every week, but it does make it um, so much easier for us to, to get found and the, um, the, kind of the listenership improves off the back of it because it just makes it a lot easier to find it in iTunes. So if you leave us a review, we'll, uh, we'll make sure we... We read it out and give you a um, and give you a shout out on the podcast. Unfortunately, we've got another sad note to finish on, which it seems as though every week there's there's kind of someone else to has departed us too soon, and and um, this week it's you know it's an incredibly tragic story, which is Ellie Norkit, twenty yeah, years old, sad. youngest player to uh, to play at the the last Rugby World Cup in twenty fourteen. Yeah, capped by Wales at the age of 17 an incredibly bright future in rugby and an incredibly bright future outside of rugby um, as died age just you know just 20 it's an incredibly tragic story and there's you know again there's not really a great deal that we can that we can add to that because it's just uh, again it's just nothing short of tragic yeah absolutely yeah I think it's just okay yeah you know thoughts are uh, you know thoughts are with the family friends and anybody that uh, anybody that knew her yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, as always, we'll, we'll be back to chat to you next week.
Social Podcast Network.